All right, welcome back to the next episode of Sled Talk. This is episode 10. Um, returning viewers, Sled Talk listeners, appreciate you guys tuning in. Anybody that's new, uh, be sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel and download podcasts and, uh, yeah, follow along. So without further ado, um, today's episode is introducing good friend and also my Polaris sales guy, is justin bailey justin thank you for jumping on to the podcast today i appreciate you coming in here anytime so justin um yeah let's get right into it with a little bit of a introduction to you know who you are where you're from what you do um yeah we'll start off with that and then continue on from there okay sounds good name's justin bailey i am the current polaris salesman down at moore county grain growers um as of january one been in the role for three years Spent nice. a total of eight years in that outfit. Um, spend plenty of time at work, as you were fully aware. <laughs> yeah. I'm always answering your calls and that yep. kind of stuff, helping yep. you out. But um, grew up in Eastern Oregon. I uh, even stayed in Eastern Oregon for college. And, well, still haven't left. <laughs> yeah. Hey, that's so, all right. It's good. So for those of you that are tuning in, listening, and watching this right now that don't know, um, Justin is my go-to sales guy. So I've purchased all three of my Polaris sleds um, from you and will continue that relationship Appreciate all the way into that. the future, 100%. Um, and as, as a side note, kind of funny. Um, so I've, over the course of, well, this will be the third year, I guess, two, mm -hmm. three years of our relationship, I bought three sleds from you, and finally, today, after all of those years and buying three sleds, I finally get my beer that you, that I've been asking for. You do. I, <laughs> I, I had to make you work for it. <laughs> so, so Justin, uh, you finally bought me a beer after all this time, and, and thank you for that. I appreciate that. Anytime. Um, so, yeah, anyways, so you work at Moore County Grain Growers. You are the head sales guy for Polaris out there. You just hit three years. Yes. Correct? Correct. Nice. nice. So let's get into um, snowmobiling specifically. Like when was the first time that you ever rode a snowmobile? Funny story. I actually never rode a snowmobile before I got in the player sales role. A oh little, bit, little bit backwards there. Okay. That's all right. Um Got hooked really fast. I mean, I went <laughs> naturally. Ride one. Uh, most people grew up riding parents' indies, stuff like that. No, I learned on an 850. Oh, boy. Yep. Nice. Yeah. 850. 2019 850 Pro RMK 155. Okay. And it was a blast. Oh, yeah. Feels kind of like learning to drive in a Lamborghini, but, you know. <laughs> um, but way cooler. <laughs> way, way cooler. Um. Most of the riding I do is Wednesday night rides. Love riding in the dark. Do you? Uh, okay. We've got a pretty good group that goes up. Yeah. Um, that and local play days. That's, as you're fully aware with my job, I don't get to go more than about three to five times a year. I know. Which is sad. Which is terribly sad. Oh, my gosh. So, yeah, we were just talking about that a little bit ago because, um, you you know, you work weekends and stuff mm -hmm. uh, as, you know, duty calls. And, uh, yeah, that's that is what it is i mean that's sad that you know you only get to ride three or four or five times a year um but on the flip side of that you play a major role 
in providing the sleds and the opportunity for others to go out and and play which is cool in its own self like obviously you want your time too um but but still um we take what we can get i guess um so speaking of that let's uh and we were talking about this earlier let's talk a little bit about you know i mean the current state of the world and kind of give our viewers and our listeners um the dealer's perspective of issues with you know polaris boost and all the polaris sleds being on back order and people not you know getting their sleds until march and all that kind of stuff so like you know give everybody you know kind of your insight or some of the things that you're dealing with kind of essentially like being on the other side of the line right like versus a lot of people that are listening right now are probably customers right so they only see it from this side so you know kind of go in depth with the struggles that you've been having and things that you've you know kind of been faced with as far as like having to deal with the customers like hey your sled's not coming in until now and you know the current state of Polaris and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, definitely. There's definitely been quite a few of awkward conversations, as you can imagine. Sure, um, it's never fun calling somebody in beginning of December Dude. saying, "Hey, your snow check's going to be here maybe into February." I can't guarantee it, especially when everybody's getting the kind of snow that we've been getting. Exactly, and I don't nuts. know about you, but I don't remember last time we had this much early snow no. in Oregon. Dude, where I've ridden, I haven't ridden snow like that this early in like ten years. No, it's at n- least it's nuts, but it's awesome. Yes. Very awesome. Unless you don't have a sled. Correct. <laughs> I haven't had that problem yet, personally. But yeah. Um, so, as everybody's fully aware, unless you're living under a rock, supply chain has gotten terrible. Yeah. Um, we went from being guaranteed that all the sleds are going to be on time to, hey, yeah, you're going to have them by the end of December to some people even being in, into early March now. Yeah. Um, luckily, at Morrow County Grand Growers, we got all of our new Patriot Boost models by the end of December. It was really close on a couple of them, but got everybody out and had them for the new year. Um, this year, we snow-checked a total of 23 sleds, where we usually only do maybe 6 to 10. So, Oh, wow. That's a big it was, difference. It was nuts. Sure. Um, of those 23, I have 12 of them that are still hanging out there that are going to be February. So it's a long intense yeah. at times um but it's gone better actually than i thought it would yeah truly and honestly mm. i dude that's i don't know that's pretty difficult to like ha- pay all that money and have that excitement and then you know and totally obviously it's completely out of your hands right like it's not like you have anything to do with that but still like nevertheless as a customer to order something like that and you know and it's it's not even polaris specifically either like it's just the current state of the entire world right like how many other people are being faced with that same exact issue yeah absolutely i mean i've on our stocking side for our stock inventory sure i have got another 15 sleds that i'm not going to get till mid-march right and so what do you like kind of putting you on the spot but kind of not like what's your opinion of like how do you think those are going to sell because how many people i guess this is the thing right like how many people do you think are going to buy those the stock sleds that are coming in versus like well March Polaris typically releases their 2023 or the mm-hmm. next year's model right so what do you think the numbers are going to add up to the people that are just like screwed I'm not even going to buy that stock sled that's in I might as well day Polaris just released a 2023 I'm just going to go ahead and snow check that and wait till next year oh, are you anticipating that to happen or what do you think a certain percentage yeah we're completely expecting not to go anywhere we're gonna probably end up sitting on them until the next snow year mm-hmm. um and by then the prices of them are going to drop quite a bit because then they're a year 
later. That or the 23s are going to take a pretty good increase. Who knows? Well, it could yeah, go either way. Sure. Okay. But part of the, part of what I have to do is forecasting for that. <laughs> so <laughs> Fun job. <laughs> the best part. Yeah, sure. We'll go with that. Yeah. Um, I don't foresee any big changes coming in 23 just because how right. pressed we've been to get these machines or how, how pressed corporate's been to get them produced. Right. Um, how you can have a lot of time for a big change after, especially last year when they come out with a Patriot boost. Yeah. I don't foresee any big changes this year, but I could be totally wrong. As far as the sled itself? Yes. For the, the new model? Yeah. I'd or, or if they make changes, it could be for the trail models. Sure. Yeah. Which isn't really much for us guys out here. No, no, no. We don't really. No. Do you even offer those at the dealership? Uh, no. I haven't ordered a single one in three years. Okay. Yeah. So. If they do, it's a snow check special. Something they want. Gotcha. Yeah, that's just not really relevant out here. Yeah. By any means. Yeah, we're a little bit more deep snow guys out here. Yeah. Steep and deep, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's, yeah, that's interesting. I mean, it's kind of unfortunate that, you know, every, I know everybody's kind of feeling the impact of that and it just is what it is. I mean, it's out of everybody's control. Um, Mm -hmm. But, you know, I guess it, I guess it really sucks for the people that are listening. If you like, you know, sold your last year's sled and snow check this one. And now you don't have anything to write at all. Yeah. Like, I feel really bad for you guys. <laughs> that sucks. <laughs> I've had a couple of those that's happened too. Yeah. Um, and imagine, I mean, imagine taking into account the current used market as well. I mean, oh it's God. astronomical. It is. I mean, it's. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. People trying to what sell 2012 for? sleds for 6,500 bucks. It's maybe worth 35 to four. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I saw I saw a post in some Facebook group that I'm in. There was I think I was telling you this when I was at the dealership um, mm-hmm. two weeks ago or whatever it was. Uh, there was like a I think it was a 2020 Skidoo uh, 850 with like over 1600 miles on it for 14 grand. That's and that's what I bought my Snowcheck 2021 for from you. Mm-hmm. It was 14,000 brand new. <laughs> I know. I know. Just, it's crazy. The state, like I see those posts in those groups all the time. Like people selling just the craziest, craziest numbers for, for sleds. It's insane. Yes. And the, when you sent me a picture, actually your sled after you finished with it, it looked nothing like what left my dealership. Well, that's, yeah, that's facts. <laughs> that's good. I it. Yeah. I mean, well, I think I, I picked that sled up from you and I did the break in ride and I think I put 35 miles on it. And on that first ride, I, uh, you know, it was low snow and I hit my left A-arm, the bottom, the lower part, um, which made me mad, but at the same time, like it was fine because I, after that first break-in ride, I pulled everything off of it, right? So I did a Skins front end, Skins helium hood, Fox IQS, whole new skid, new lightweight tank and a bunch of other stuff. And yeah, it's, it's in a wrap and cut the tunnel and it looks a little bit different than since the day you ran the forklift and threw it on the snow uh the fucking oops we're gonna sled deck (laughs) i couldn't think of the word there (laughs) we're gonna have to we're gonna have to bleep out that that uh that word that i just uh threw in there i could not think i totally like blacked out there for a second it happens anyways so, yes. Yeah, so speaking of breaking A-arms um, and just destruction to the sled. So a little bit of backstory. I 
was it last week? No. Was, was week. it last week? Came oh, my gosh. Yeah. Okay, so I had ordered a custom clutch kit uh, from Brands, and so I put new a new uh, clutch primary spring, new clutch weights, and then a new helix and rollers um, in the secondary. And on the primary, when I was putting the, the front cover back on, I – just like Brant says not to in that video, I screwed up that bushing on the inside of there. Um, and so I had to come out to the dealership and your boys in the shop threw a new bushing in for me, um, which was super dope. But I hung out there at the dealership for a minute, brought you a sweatshirt and a, and a beanie. And mm-hmm. we were chatting for a little bit and you had said that you recently got into a little bit of carnage on a previous ride. I did. Let's talk about that. Alrighty. <laughs> uh, good old... A little bit of low snow. Yeah. Um, got a little cocky, which happens. And I mean, I mean, to the best of us. you know, just yep. does. Um, ended up finding a nice rock. <laughs> I'm going to go back up when the snow melts and look at that rock. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's probably got your signature on it. Probably. <laughs> a little bit of paint, too. Um, busted the lower A-arm pretty much in half. Oh, my God. Bent the yep. upper down, and somehow I managed to tear the bolt out of the ski. Nice. Tell me how many times you've heard that happen. Not very many. Not very many. Yeah, no. But luckily we had a majority of the parts in stock. Had it fixed next day. Which is good because most people don't no. have That's parts really in hard, stock. really hard to do right now. these days. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I hit that rock. I was probably going about uh, 35, 40, somewhere in there. Dead stop. Uh, flew over the hood. About 10 feet of clearance, I think. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> First thing, one thing I noticed, I was hitting a rock, and next thing I had a face full of snow, so. In the blink of an eye happens yeah, that Yeah, blink fast. of an eye. Yeah. Full-on scorpion. <laughs> Got my boots at the back of my helmet. <laughs> I just want to remember. It was good. Yeah. Hey, and you, it took me three years to have one of those, though, so I'm doing pretty good. Hey, that's, you know, that's not bad. And you're currently wearing an ankle brace? A little bit. <laughs> because of that? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I am. <laughs> Probably more than you care to admit. Yeah, that's all right. That helps me walk a little better. Oh, boy. Mm. But had the parts, got it all fixed, right? Yeah. And Makes a good story. Yeah, 100%. Um, do you want to talk about whose sled that is? Mark County Grain Cars. It's <laughs> a demo sled. That I fixed myself, <laughs> yes. There you go. Oh, yep. man, that's good. Um, yeah, that was a good story. Appreciate you sharing that. Um, was there... Uh, was there anything else that you wanted to to touch on or share? Any other stories or Just elaborate on that story a little more? Okay. Um and of course that did not happen during the daylight. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because you love nighttime. Right about rides, four so. fifteen. Oh, so perfect. it was for our play day weekend. That's when everything goes to shit. Oh yeah. <laughs> yep. Luckily I had somebody behind me saw me do that or else I was almost the back of the pack. So mm. that'd have been fun. Yeah. But had a ranger with tracks tow me down the hill. Oh, nice. Because, I mean, I couldn't even get, like, you couldn't even balance one ski on it because the other ski kept wrapping up in the track. Right. Pitch it forward again. Blast. Oh, my gosh. It's a good one. Oh, my I told God. you it's a good one. Did you get any pictures of it at least? Yeah. You showed me the one. That's just the only one I got. Oh, okay. My gosh. I had other things on my mind at the moment. Oh, yeah? I'm trying to get off the hill. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> God, content comes last on that yeah. situation, I guess. No, we had a local farmer help me out and get me down there. So nice. Thank goodness for that. Thanks, Eric Orm. 
um so do you have you know i we've kind of touched on your work schedule a little bit and you know how much how many hours you put in and stuff do you have any you know rides planned in the future that are coming up for you or uh mostly just during the week yeah cut off work and an hour early go up in the hills up behind hetner yeah up there um it's all the trail riding but we've got a pretty good group sure so so in the last in the last few years, um, have you where outside of Hepner have you been able to uh, ride? up in Ukiah a little bit? I haven't made it to McCaller halfway yet. I'd like to. Sure. Um, it's just a matter of trying to find the time. Yeah. Um, whenever I try to break away, it never fails. Something happens on a Saturday, and I have to go <laughs> in. So, dude, it's brutal. Eh. That's unfortunate, but I, I like it. Yeah, I really Tyler do. Calls and yeah, time, yeah, I I break something and I Justin, why aren't you at work? I need I need shit. Yeah, somebody's got to keep you guys happy. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I couldn't appreciate it more. I'll tell you that much. That's for darn sure. But, huh? Well, good. Um, so talk about you know rewind a little bit to I guess March of last year um, when you became aware that Polaris was going to do the factory turbo that matrix um boost like when you kind of you know found out about that what was your like i mean you probably found out what did you find out like do you get notified of that kind of stuff before like the general public knows or does everybody know yeah but at the same time we only get notified maybe like an hour it's not oh anything really significant just enough to kind of brace yourself for the incoming phone calls oh Um, (laughs) (laughs) yeah i guess so that makes sense but no so it's pretty cool so Usually in March, Polaris has what they put on a spring dealer show where you go down, you fly down. I've been to Orlando. I've been down to Dallas. Um, we get to go actually lay our hands on these new models and take a look at them and see them for ourselves. Okay. Um, due to COVID-19 restrictions that with last year, they decided to have a virtual show. So right. it's not too bad selling these sleds when – You've actually got to touch them and say, hey, yeah, this is different, this is different, this is different. Yeah, It's a whole other thing entirely when you're looking at the same information that the customer has, and you're supposed to have more information. <laughs> gotcha. I mean, you're essentially probably just reading the brochure that yeah, the customer that's gets. It, pretty much. Oh, that's unfortunate. Um, that said, so down at Morrow County Grand Growers, we've got a decent-sized conference room. I mm-hmm. opened it up to our local farmers, and I played the – release footage and everything mm-hmm. the virtual show we had got to see for them we probably had okay had that's about cool 35 40 people crammed into a conference room oh wow um okay i went and brought in some pizza and stuff like that sure it was, it was pretty cool but the best part of that was when they started showing footage of the boost the turbo the energy in that room erupted oh it really was dude i bet that was a it was cool moment to live um, for yeah especially when they came out with the foot with the information that Okay, you know, Skidoo's had their boost for a little bit, but yeah. or their turbo, and it's three pounds of boost. Yeah. Well, Polaris came out with theirs, and it's nine. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they may not always be the first ones to come out with something, but they sure don't like to stay behind. Yeah, no. They're always pretty good at coming out on top. Yeah. Um, and there is no altitude fall off either from zero to 10,000 feet, which is right. huge too. Yep, 100%. But as you're fully aware. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So... That was that was very cool seeing that um, with the change to the to matrix style from the axis chassis. Uh, f- first appear- first appearance of that stuff. I mean, it looked like everything was just more streamed down, kind of. Mm-hmm. Um, you've, your front end's a lot more aerodynamic. Um, 
you now get a magnetic tether for sure that comes on all of them. Which people have been screaming for that for a while. Yes, they have. <laughs> um, and you get the matrix slash, so you get the cut tunnel. Mm-hmm. Everybody's been cutting their tunnel the last few years. Don't have yep. to even mess with it now. It's already comes cut. Yeah, yeah. I have seen a few of those bent already. Mm. I think you have too. Mm. I haven't seen it, but I sure heard about it. Yep, I don't know if you want to a- shout them out. Who's the previous guest on here? <clears throat> Kobe. <laughs> Kobe Doherty. <laughs> but we got the parts for it and fixed it, and we're good to go there. Okay. Got him back going, I think, the next day. I think he called me that night, and actually we priority ordered some stuff for him. So. Oh, yeah. But, got it done. Yep. Nice. So, yeah, I guess um, we kind of t- touched on it a little bit, you know, as far as, like, what's what's to change for the 2023 model. Like everything that you're seeing, like, and you have you ridden the boost yet yourself? You've been able to I for like a second. I just got to really take it across the prairie. That's about it. I didn't okay. get to really go test it myself. Gotcha. I haven't even got to really be on a matrix much. Okay. Us dealers got all our demos taken away due to, I guess, not taken away. It's a poor choice of words, but we didn't get one this year due to the snow check demand. Sure, sure. Gotcha. Okay. I mean, it, any day of the week, I'd rather a customer get theirs than dealership get their machine. So, gotcha. So, Taking into account, like, your experience over the last few years and, you know, kind of everything that you've seen, do you have an opinion or an idea as far as, like, all right, you see what they have for 2022? Like, based off of that, do you have any kind of anticipation or idea of, like, what could be next that they would change? I mean, they've changed so many things drastically. Like, how, you know, because that's something that's, like, a common thing is, like, each year it's, like, the top best thing and then everybody, like, pushes and does something a little bit more um which is super dope but uh is there anything that from what you've seen that you think that they could improve on with that sled or any feedback from customers that you've had so far that have complained maybe they've gotten their boost in and they've complained about x or you know something happening or whatever that you think that are you seeing like a common thread there i've had a couple people complain about certain things one of them was the seat on just the matrix model not not just specifically the boost but the matrix model Mm -hmm. um if you're comparing the access seat to the matrix seat big difference oh huge difference not only is it narrower but it's about three four inches shorter Mm -hmm. i mean a lot of these bigger guys taller guys six foot three six foot four they're having a hard time with with the shorter seat okay um and some older little older guys, older customers of mine too. Um, Santa's harder to get their leg over and you know, everybody, yeah. um, everybody's got their own little, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, the other one is, is just, I mean, the end of the tunnel on these slashes, it's just not very sturdy for some people. Well, um, I think, I think, um, that's really common. Like with the Articats too. Yes. Like the hardcores and stuff. Like I know Cody and, um, well, Tom, he, he chopped his tunnel off, but I've seen a lot of stuff on social of their tunnels, you know, getting bent up and stuff from mm-hmm. doing wheelies and whatnot. Just, you know, big difference. Oh, huge. For Matrix to to transition to what they have now. But, yes. and, the, and the coolant and everything has moved up farther and whatnot. So there's like hardly any strength yeah. so left he, in that the tunnel. The heat exchanger right? is now just right ends right under the seat it doesn't sure. run all the way around the back of the tunnel like he used right. to which is cool because the snow's not building up and stuff on the tunnel too but sure but still yep i have heard that some people when they're trying to get over packed snow trails and a little bit of ice that 
overheating they're overheating issues. pretty good trying to get to where they're going gotcha um that's what the scratchers are for yeah but they do break pretty easy yeah yeah so um any other complaints or things that you think that need to be upgraded or changed or well keep in mind half of these guys haven't got their matrix right yet, so you probably so. haven't got too much feedback i'm sure I i'm guess. gonna get a lot more <laughs> over the rest of the season probably yeah well yeah especially if i can get you in on a 23 well hey <laughs> see what i mean sales guy <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, we, we talked about that, uh, previously a little bit ago when you were, you know, buying me that beer. Um, I mean, you know, I've, I've laid out my entire vision to you oh, with yeah. all the retreats and what For we're sure. going to do with acquiring rental properties and, you know, hosting the sleds and retreats and then, you know, just renting out sleds in general. Um, you know, and I fully intend on ordering, you know, four or five, of a rental fleet through you. And then, um, ideally if I can get a couple more things in my life and in other businesses lined out between now and March, um, I, I would like to get, so this is probably what I would go with, which is going to be a big change for me. So for those of you that don't know, I have a 2021 850 pro RMK 165 with a bunch of lightweight and stuff on it. Um, but I think that I would switch up and go to a Matrix Boost 155 Chaos. Perfect. Let me get it on that Chaos. <laughs> I think that I, I don't know. I just want. Um, well, you've rode the Chaos, right? I've rode uh, Kobe's. Okay. Chaos. 163 with the turbo in it. Yeah. Um, at halfway for a little bit um not you know it's it's hard f for me because <laughs> my sled is so different than a lot of other people's yes. so it's so i step onto anything else and it's extremely foreign for me um but you know everything on social and watching people and and just so much more playful and everything that you're able to do like they say you're able to do chaos things mm -hmm. Um, I think that that's definitely the route that I would go is a, a 155 boost chaos, just total craziness. I think, yeah. I don't know. Well, there's definitely a difference between the pro yeah, and the chaos for sure. I mean, it's, it's a night and day to me. I've been on them both over the last couple of years. Um, you're definitely more agile in the chaos. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's not only in deep snow, but I mean, if you're taking a trail to get somewhere too, I mean, you're, you put more, you put your weight to one side. I mean, the first time I did it, I put enough weight like i'm used to doing on the pro yeah almost put it on its side <laughs> um do you sell more chaoses than pros or? now i do yes okay yep it took a couple of years to get there but we're there sure. since they released that in 20 yeah or 20 okay. model year but yeah okay so um yeah i guess uh if there wasn't anything else that you wanted to to touch on we can go into the into the sled talk question if you want we can do that. Okay. All right. Well, we'll go ahead and wrap this episode up with, in true fashion, with all the other episodes. We're going to do the final um, sled talk question of the day. So, Justin, with that being said, what is the question that you would like to ask the, you know, the listeners and the viewers um, to get their, their opinion on? All righty. My big question is, if you were not on a Polaris sled, why not? 
I want to know why. What's your reason? Yeah, I think that's Is it good. because you grew up on an Arctic hat, Skidoo? I mean, why? I think it's a great question. Yeah. <laughs> I would love to know the answer. So, yeah, definitely uh, comment below whether you're watching this on, on TikTok, Instagram, in, uh, you know, on YouTube. Obviously, if you're listening to this on a podcast, you can't leave us a comment. But uh, you can find the uh, link in the description to go over to one of those other platforms and leave your feedback. I would love to know. Um, this is going to get good. I'm curious, you know, so. a lot of crap talk, I'm sure on Polaris or whatever, but uh, it'll be interesting to see what you guys, what you guys come up with. So yeah, definitely leave your feedback, your comments below answering Justin's question. Um, and yeah, we will uh, appreciate you guys tuning in. Obviously, if you're watching this on YouTube, it's a subscription button, smash that like button and uh, follow along on all the other platforms and appreciate you guys tuning in. Justin, thank you for popping on here. Thank you. Glad you thanks came the, through. Thanks for the invite. 100%. All right, guys, we'll talk to you guys on the next episode.